Are you a woman searching for purpose and success? A housewife? Maybe a single mother? You're in the right place. Welcome to Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast with Ms. Lisa Nobles. Activate, motivate, inspire. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Savage Speaks Empowerment Podcast, and I am Miss Lisa Nobles, your hostess, and I am so excited to have you joining with me today. And speaking of today, our topic is how to endure in relationship difficulties and how to keep your relationship alive. So let me run that by you again. It's how to endure in relationship difficulties and keep your relationship alive. Thereby, we have an excellent and awesome, phenomenal woman by the name of Miss Jean Colin here to share her wisdom, wisdom and insight on the topic. She is definitely a veteran when it comes to relationships and relationship building. She is an awesome mentor to many young women, and I would like to give her a warm welcome to the Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast. And by the way, of course, we're going to allow Miss Jean Colon to share a little bit about herself. So Miss Jean, welcome to the Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast. Why don't you tell the audience just a little bit about yourself? Yes, I am so glad to be interviewing again. With Miss Noble, Lisa. Miss, yes. <laughs> I am on the, uh, what's your name? I, like I said, I mentored for years. But I want to share, share with you how I became a, why I liked to minister to young women. Okay? Because I was so young, like I said, when I gave my life to God, and then I was so young to get married at 19 and be married for 47 years, okay? Now, like I said, I don't like own our relationships, okay? That's what our question was. Okay. The first thing that I want to say about relationships is truth, okay? When we start in relationships, how much truth do we tell each other? Okay? Do we wait till we've been and we have this for say that is good? Okay? So we play this game and we don't always tell the truth. Okay? Because there might be things I don't want him to know. And he might not want things that he don't want me to know. But let me tell you why I say about truth, okay? Because if you start out telling the truth from the beginning, and you don't have to just ask everything about it, but there is some things, especially their likes and their dislikes. You know, sometimes I think that's more important than how much money you got in your bank, where you live, or what you drive. I have, as years have gone by and see that each generation change, so that's where I feel that they don't last like they used to last. Because what happens when you go in and you don't go to the basics, Okay, so, okay, say, we go in from the beginning, 
and we go a month, okay? And we so happy, and we really enjoying each other, and we're telling each other what we want you to know, okay? But I say, when I say truth about likes, because see, when I tell you the truth from the beginning, you have, we don't have nothing to argue about down the line. Now, whether we like it or not. So, but that's the time you take to solve it. Okay? That is the time that down the line your relationship is still okay. Because a lot of times it starts off okay. But when you come and find out what I don't like, and we haven't talked about it from the beginning, sometimes that makes People have questions, and I will. No, this is this is phenomenal. What I wanted to do real quickly is just jump in and and say that we are ready to continue our discussion. I begin our discussion, which is on the topic of how to endure in relationship difficulties and keep your relationship alive. And furthermore, Miss Jean is so kindly giving us her time, so we're going to allow her to continue to dig in deeper into our topic. And then shortly after, I'm going to pose to her, of course, some questions, as I always do, so we can dig a little deeper. So again, Miss Jean, thank you for joining us here today. So continue sharing your journey from those days as a wife, mother, and a business owner. So I am appreciating what you're talking about. You're saying that any relationships do to have a strong relationship, we have to start by truth. Okay, go ahead. The floor is yours, Miss Jean. We are all listening. Yes. And and that's what I say. Because what what it says, we don't realize that when the, they say the truth will set you free. That is so true. Because what you don't like, I might not, not know that's what you don't like. So you need to be truthful with me and, and ask me the questions you want to ask me. And I'm going to ask you the question I want you to ask. Okay, but be ready for the answer. Okay? So, and, and, and like I said, that helps from being dictatorship. Okay? I can't dictate, I shouldn't dictate to you and you shouldn't dictate to him. Okay? For that reason, relationships have to be, it's like a good old friendship. You have to allow them to be who they really are. Now, down the line, two or three months later, that's why I say start off. Then you'll get in the conversation and you, he say, I didn't know that you didn't like that. Or you, you, know, you say to him, I didn't know. People enjoy knowing what you like. Then, when it becomes to the difficult part of dealing with people, when they come back and tell you they don't like it, okay? Think about it. If you come, if I come to you and you say, "What do you want to eat? What do you like to eat?" Okay, and you say everything. Then I go and cook something you don't like. Then what you say on the line? I don't like such a such a thing. Well, when I ask you what you like, 
You should have told me then. And I agree 1,000% with you, Jane. Let me pose a question to you. What was it like loving on Papa Colin for over 40 years? There are so, so many relationships going on today, and people don't even stay married or in a relationship for 40 seconds, nonetheless 40 years. What was it like to love on Papa Colin for that many years? Well, number one, when you go in the relationship, unless you have been friends, unless you have dated, you grow together. And that's how I learned that that's why you need to start off with the truth. Okay? Then you can go down, and when it might get a little shaky there, and you might not know, mm -hmm. guess what? Then you know what if he, if he made the last, and it was funny, or y'all went out all the time. Okay. Because when you start off, he might come on down the line. He might not want to go nowhere. <laughs> and I can agree with that. I really can and agree then with that. And a lot that. of times, he don't, he don't want to go. He didn't want to do nothing. What's that? So your choice is the at the beginning. Okay. You don't want to go nowhere. But see, I like to go. Okay. So that gives you, that gives him a, a boundary right there. Okay? Because you know, if he ain't gonna go, y'all ain't gonna make a keeper. Anyway, so my next question that I want to pose to you is, how did you manage being a wife and a, mo a mother to Papa Colin? He was away for a long time. He was in the military. How did you, how, what was that transition like? Because remember, we're speaking specifically to that woman who feels overwhelmed and she feels that she wants to give up on her relationship. But how did okay. you manage being a wife and a mother when Papa Colin was away or when the stresses, the stresses and difficulties were there? How did you manage through that? I, you know, it's the relation we had, the relationship we had when he, before he left. And what what he well we couldn't have while he was gone. Then what I liked, and it wasn't so much about what his liking. If he was gone for a year, or he was gone for six months, my job was to make him feel. I'm so glad you come back. Not what he could do for me. Not because he, he wasn't there. Because when I fix what we're going to do together, going to make up for the time that he wasn't there. So that's why that we have to have that strong, and be strong, whether it's for the woman or the man. You have to learn to be strong for each other. And that's what makes it, okay, you know what? And I, you know, I always uh, think about it. And how long do uh, a man think you should go be together before you go further? Same thing with a woman. How long should you and him be involved? Y'all talking. You're on the phone. How long do you think 
the time that you need or he needs before you move on. Because if not real careful, a lot of relationships have a standstill. You might be just on, just on the phone. I don't know, you might go to the movie. But then you go there and you ain't got four, five months in there and you're still at that same place. Do you think that? Because there are signs in that time. Now remember, you already know what he likes. He know what you like and what you don't like. So even with so that, that the light and put it in a standstill. No, no, that, that, that is phenomenal. That's excellent, which is bringing me into the next question. After 44 years, there had to be difficulties where there, there had to be times where you, you maybe felt like giving up, but yet you hung, you hung in there. So, I mean, I understand when you're saying that you have to make that person feel wanted. You have to remember that you both have needs. You have to have truth. And not only that, you have to be friends. So what would you say to the woman who she's in the midst of her difficulties, but she she's done? She, she or maybe even he is done. They want to give up on their marriage. They are done. Specifically. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Where is it? Right. Whether you're having a hard time or you're still having a good time. Exactly. Okay? Now, if you're having a hard time, it doesn't matter because once you make that time, that that is time to move. Okay? You need to ask, where are we going? Where, what are we doing? Are we going to be friends? Or we're going to be more than friends. Because nine times out of ten, when you first start out, that's what it should be. We're friends. We're learning each other. Okay? Now, that's what I'm saying is between you two, how long do y'all want to be friends before you take that other step? That's where I think the confusion can either cease or it'll get better. I love that. You two people can make that decision, okay? I love that, Miss Janet. I love it. I'm, I'm so sorry about that. We're going to take a real quick break, and we're going to come back and hear more from Miss Jean. We are here at the Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast, and I'm so elated that she took her time to share her wisdom. So I want you to guess what? Stay right there, and guess what? We'll be right back after this quick break. The Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast with Ms. Lisa Nobles. We'll be right back. Hello, 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 everyone, and thank you for returning to the Savage Speaks Empowerment Podcast. We are back, and we're discussing 
how to endure in relationship difficulties and keep your relationship alive. So family, if it's okay with you, we're going to continue with the discussion with Miss Jean Colin. And we have, she has shared a wealth of knowledge. So here, Jean, let's start off. Let me start off by going just a little bit of a different direction. Share your wisdom to the person who feels that their mate is overlooking them and may feel neglected or abandoned. I had a fan on our empowerment Facebook page and she specifically wanted to know this information. So would you mind sharing your wisdom to the person who feels that their mate is overlooking them and they may feel neglected or abandoned? That is a very good question because I was just getting ready to say you have to know whether you're in a one-sided relation or both of y'all are together. Let me explain what I mean about one-sided. Who doing all the work? Am I doing all the calling? Am I making all the decisions? Okay, yes, you're going to be neglected. Because you, that if he, if nobody, if you're not working together, and I'm calling you, and you're calling me, Okay? If I'm doing all the calling and you never call me at no time, yes, I'm going to feel neglected, okay? And that's why I say, give it time and know when to move. Where you move on, you go the other way. Because when you give and that and you see, you already see that. One-sided relationships never work. Even if you marry, they don't work. Because the person that is doing everything, the other one is going to always feel left out. They will always feel neglected. Because nobody, both people are not making decisions. And that, it's, it's great that you say that. Because like I said, in the, even in marriages, we can get so caught up and get so complacent is just making somebody else happy. They never do, we never do nothing together. And when I say that, it's a many two people live together is not together. A lot of people, because you know why? Because it's one-sided. And you, and you can't be one-sided. you got to be, whether you're married, you have to have both sides. If you're in a relationship, both of you have to make decisions. And then what happens is in those things there, like I said, if I don't like what the other person does, with my like I said, he didn't like, he didn't go to church. That's fine. Because I didn't want him to go to church for me, okay? I wanted to go to church for himself to learn who God really is, okay? But now if something went on, or my, the children were in something, or uh, a player was named, he came. He went. But now him, he liked church on the TV. It was okay with me. It wasn't okay with me at first, okay? 
because I wanted him to go in that church on Sunday and sit beside me, okay? Then after I realized that that ain't what he wanted to do. All I wanted him to do is know God. Now how he met him, how he got to know him, that's what I mean is it wasn't one-sided. It wasn't one-sided because I allowed him to do and find God the way he wanted to find him. Now that leads me to my next... when I said that I... Huh? I'm so sorry, Ms. Jean. That leads me to my next segment, I mean our next set of questions. When you specifically, because that is true, a lot of us when we're in relationships or marriages, which is, of course, I'm not in a marriage right now, but at the same time, that specific person hasn't... One is a Christian and maybe one wants to worship a different way. So how has your Christian values aided in many mentoring others into the right directions in the midst of their romantic difficulties in their current relationships. So, you know, because I know that you've always been a very, a good woman of God, the whole 20-something plus years that I've known you. So how did those values not only help you, help maintain you as a wife and a mother but and a mentor, but what would you say to the person that, from a Christian perspective, they're having these romantic difficulties in their relationship. How could that help? How would you empower that next person? Yes, you know what? Because I said to him, please allow me to be where I am with mm -hmm. God. Mm -hmm. I like that. You, him. We talked about it. It ain't like he didn't know. He had, when I learned it, he told me that he had a scarring from being. That's okay. Because I really believe, and like I told him, if you don't want to go to church, or what's name? Pick up that Bible and read if you look at the worship through the TV. What's name? Because God only asks you to be thankful. That's what he asks us, to be thankful. Thankful for what we have. And thank you for the things that he do for us and what can we do for him. Okay? Now, when you can relate to that and you can step back. Because like I said, it's really when somebody goes, let's take church. And they go every Sunday. But who are they pleasing? Mm -hmm. What are they learning? Mm -hmm. are, they, are they, because are you forcing them mm -hmm. to go there with you? That means nothing. That does not, That takes away his belief because that ain't what he believes. Mm -hmm. But the thing of it is what makes it so strong is if you believe in what God has done for you, and that's the way you know that you want to worship him, you yeah, talk about it. You compromise. You go on the TV and I go to the building. I like that. One of the things that you brought, you mentioned was about compromise, and that is so important in this day and age because a lot of us get so caught up in our ego that we forget that it isn't all about us. And I think in a previous segment, you even mentioned that. It's, or, no, one of my other guests, uh, we were talking about 
uh, dating in the 21st century. And one of the points that he brought up was that we have to learn how to be self selfless and, and versus selfish. And I thought that was so intricate, and pivotal to this particular discussion because at the same time, a lot of times we get that ego and we forget, you know, we have to be humble. We have to remain yeah. humble. And then not only that, when you were talking about having a one-sided relationship, that is so key. Again, here, we have to remember that being one-sided, we have to respect someone else's wishes and values. Amen. Now, something you did specifically mention that I took note of in a previous segment was about communication. And I think that point, that wasn't my next question, but I think that's relevant here because that's what we're talking about, right? is being communicative to one another. How do you feel, because first we talk about truth, so trust and truth, how do you feel, what role does communication play in a relationship? How important is communication? I'm going to tell you how the greatest communication at all. You don't have to cheat on nobody as long as you tell the truth. And you do not have to take it from anybody as long as they tell the truth. Because I know, I said to my husband, if it's any time in our relationship that you have got to go outside of the marriage, let me know. Mm -hmm. Be honest to me enough and love me enough that we will promise each other that we won't do that. Mm -hmm. Okay? Because two people that don't trust don't have much anyway. Mm. Okay? Two people that don't trust cover up. Mm -hmm. They pretend. But really they don't trust. Because I feel that somebody that I got to call on the phone and see where you at in 15 minutes, I ain't trusting you. Right. So I don't matter. It matters if it's the husband or the wife, okay? Mm -hmm. So that situation has to be communicated. Then you don't have to worry because you know, and if he's honest and he said, well, or even the wife say, you know what, we're not happy, okay? I'm not happy, okay? That's very honest, okay? Mm -hmm. But you have something to work on. You have a tool to use. We can either stay together and work on it. Huh? We can go. Because the thing of it is, both is going to hurt. It's going to hurt. But the truth is what will set you free. It's going to hurt. Mm -hmm. Because that's pain. So don't, but I think the worst thing you can do to my heart is to hurt it, okay? And if you go out and you're going to cheat on me, that's going to hurt. So while we're in the process, before you hurt me anymore, or before I hurt you anymore, let's communicate and be truthful to each other. That's all you can do. Mm -hmm. Then you can go, and then you can go from there. I love that. We have we... Well, what happens, we stay in the same circle, playing these same games, and we both already know. I love that because 
I love that because I think a lot of us do not realize, like you're saying, it just becomes a repetitive cycle when we're staying in that circle and we're and we're not giving the best of ourselves to one another. And I want to go back to something you just said was that anytime you want to step out, because this is important, you if you feel the need to step out and cheat on your mate. That means you have a lack of trust. And a lot of times I think that we give off to the other person, we blame the other person, but we forget the importance of being responsible and not only responsible, but accountable. And we don't have to have it. You said they pretend and they because they don't trust. So we begin to put on these different masks and these facades because Another one of my guests brought up something that was very interesting. We put on these masks and facades because we don't know who we are. And we and this right. was again in another segment. This was a doctor speaking here. We don't know who we are, and that's why we can't find our root or our boas. But some of us have our root and our boas. But even inside of that relationship, we just don't know who we are. So we will put off our insecurities onto the other person. So now that you said that. Should we expect, in another segment, you spoke about the father figure and how that sometimes men and women can take on that complex of their mate is supposedly like a, their, their, like their, their parent. So I wanted to specifically go back and talk about that. Should we view our mate from the perspective of a father figure or a mother figure? What role does that play in relationships? They should be the a mother, yes, and a father. Okay, the man needs to have that father figure, and that woman needs to be the mother. Let me say why I really believe that's so important for today is for our children. Okay, mm -hmm. don't you know when things are not together? You hear people say, "Are oh, we staying together for the children?" The children already know y'all rocking. Mm-hmm. They already know the the what's the name. But the sad part of that, the longer you play that and y'all wear those two different masses, the thing that you don't realize with the child that already know, the sooner y'all can get that together, it's better for that child. Because they already know y'all rocking. They already know y'all ain't getting together. Mm -hmm. They already know y'all ain't what's name. And you say it to people all the time. I'm staying for my children. But you have to realize, I worked in an institution with children that go and came out of broken homes. And children that were divorced. And what's that? You know... People forget because we become adults, but we show forget. I'm 77 years old, and that's what I truly see today from that very thing that we're talking about right today. Why people say we stay together for our children when a lot of times it hurts our children. Mm -hmm. Because that child can be younger, you can go on and move, and he can have enough. Because the, the younger he is, but when you're old and they fight and what's that, you've heard a many young child say, woman, I don't want to get married. 
Yeah, uh, boy. I don't want to be mad. That's why they're shacking. That's the reason they do all the same thing that married people do. But it's what they have seen other married people, behavior of other married people. I really love that, and I think that's important because even from a psychological perspective, we are a, a product of our environment, but it's also not just a nurturing environment, but we can also become a product of our physical environment. And those things take on a life of themselves. So how did you tell, tell the audience, how did you and Papa Colin make it for 40 plus years? You you yeah. kind of took us through this journey. So how did y'all make it? Yeah, for one thing, there were two grown people. Okay, when we made decisions, we made it together. Okay, if we gonna stay and we love our children, there should nothing be able to come between you two. That you can't make it. If you want to make it for your children, make it for your kids. But don't lie to your children. Don't tell it me and daddy love each other. And when you and daddy know, you ain't showing each other no love. We have to remember children see. And people say, oh, they're too young. They're not. They're really not. Do you know when they remember what they've seen? It's when they get older. And you know what they say? Oh, that's what was going on. Because they don't stay babies. They become young women and young men. So when they see somebody that they got to be in this thing and mom and dad, all they do is fuss at it. But let me tell you how. We made it. I'm going to tell you how exactly how I made it. My dad died, okay? But do you know one thing about it? I never, me and my sister used to talk about that all the time. We never see my mother and dad argue. Now, you know after we got grown and after I got married and had, had four children, you know I know my mom and daddy had a disagreement. Without no doubt in our mind. But we never did see it. You know what's wrong with the, the adults, the families thing here? We let our children see too much. Hmm. We let our babies know. If, if, if I, like I say, if we were poor, we sure didn't know it. Because if my mom ain't never, didn't have no money, I ain't, she never told us that she couldn't do this. Oh, she couldn't do that. I ain't never heard my daddy say, we ain't got no money to buy you no shoes. We that. So what I'm saying, the society today, not only hurting yourself, you have to remember you got somebody that's looking up to you that you're hurting too. Now, I love that, and I think sometimes we do forget the relevance or the importance of our kids that are watching. But not only that, one of the things that, again, I, I keep referring back to other segments because, I, again, I did, I learned as much from the guests as, as me being a part of the interview. But being that example can be challenging, and we talked about 
how in Ephesians 4 and 20, when 20 and following about the old self-love and putting that off and putting on the new self-love, but I think that's so prevalent because I think we've right. lost, with people who are stronger in their Christian values, we've forgotten that that is the foundation of our relationships. For, especially for the religious person, if you are in a relationship, a lot of times we falter because we forgot that Christ is the center of our relationships, not the girlfriend down the street, not your guy friend, not even sometimes your mother. When you are in a relationship, it is two. Christ said that the two, the, the one becomes two, and that you are twine. So if that's the case, you can get all the advice you want, but Christ needs to be the only extra person in that relationship. And I think that for a lot of us, that's what has happened. And and, right. th and those factors have allowed us to take our relationships to be torn asunder. Some of us could have had our Boaz and our Ruth, but because we were focused on the wrong thing, left, again, that ego, well, mama said this, daddy said this, but what did God say? Which leads me to my final question, and you have about two minutes, Miss Jean, if you don't mind. What would you say to the woman or person listen, listening to this segment who is stuck in his or her relationship and they're ready to give up? How would you encourage them in a one to two minute response? Think about who yourself. Do I want this? Uh, I don't. But make sure, talk to somebody. If you know God, talk it and ask him for help. But it, it's all up to you because you are the individual, okay? The daddy is the daddy and the mama is the mama, okay? It's the individual thing. How much damage is your relationship? Now, once you can figure out, just sit down. How much damage is this relationship? Is there any way to work it out? And if God said no, well, you can't work it out. If God said yes, you can work it out. That's the bottom line, baby. I love all of you. God bless you. And talk to you next time. I love that. I am so elated to have participated in this show today. I know that someone somewhere has been touched and encouraged by our topic of how to endure in relationship difficulties and keep your relationship alive. Thank you so much to my savvy guest, Ms. Jean Colin, for taking out her time to share her story and her valuable insight with others here at the Roundtable of the Savage Speech Empowerment Podcast, family. And remember, stay tuned for our next exciting episode, which you can find out more at www.iamlisanobles.com. And until next time, you remember my mantra is, you are a unique combination of experiences, clothed in purpose, strength, and destiny. Thanks for listening to the Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast. Bye-bye, and I'll see you next time. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast with Ms. Lisa Nobles. Online at imlisanobles.com and on Facebook and Instagram at EWOFP. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review. And we'll catch you next time on Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast. Activate, motivate, inspire.